This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to One Bills Live here on a Wednesday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker, and our colleague Bills reporter Matty Glab joining us because it is that time for the granddaddy of them all, the season wrap-up of the Matty Awards presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. And uh, this, is like the, this is like the Rose Bowl of the Maddies. You yep. know what I mean? We're looking back at The granddaddy of them all. Yeah, we're, we're putting a... Putting a bow on the season. I know we're all doing it way earlier than we wanted to. Uh-huh. And I know we're all still feeling a little down and a little bummed, but <laughs> I'm here to hopefully try to make you feel a little bit better. Yeah. Well, and we appreciate it because somebody's got to. Brandon's over I know, here paying last too much shows. for razor blades and deodorant. <laughs> we're feeling like, I'm, you know. I'm hurting from inflation. That's right. <laughs> Get us started here. What's the the first one? You're gonna start off with the big one. Yeah, we're gonna go best game first. Best game. Best game first, and it had to be from one of the games in the beginning beginning of the season, and I think it had to be this because that's when we really saw this team peak. And Brandon Bean talked about it in the press conference yesterday. He mm-hmm. said we need to be playing our best football at the end of the season, and we weren't. We we came out of the gate playing some really good football, but we didn't end the season how we began it. So I looked to the beginning of the season, and I looked to the Week 6 win over the Kansas City Chiefs where the Bills beat the Chiefs 24-20. to It wasn't your 30-point scoring output that the Bills had in a few games at the end of the season. They averaged 28 points per game in the regular season. But I'm saying this is my favorite game because it's against a team who's going to be in the AFC Championship game this weekend. This is a team who they've they've lost to, but this is also a team that they have beat in the regular season. You want to beat this team in the postseason, but you also want to beat them in the regular season. And it was really good to see them get this win in Week 6, Maybe kind of showing what was what was in in preparation, what what could happen later in the season. We're not playing the Chiefs, unfortunately, this year. But when you look at how the offense kind of rolled in this game, how the defense helped out the offense, it seemed like a win where both sides of the football were helping each other out. Yeah, and it was nice because you think back about that game, how it ended. The defense closed it out with an interception forced yeah, by Vaughn, mm-hmm. by Vaughn, and. Matt Milano on the pass rush, forcing Mahomes to pump it once, give Taron a chance to step yeah. in front, get the interceptions, and ended the game. Von Miller had two Ex- sacks in that game. Yeah, exactly two the way. Yeah, exactly the way the script done. was. Yes, exactly. It's how it should be done, and it was so <laughs> nice to see this in Week Six. I mean, Josh Allen had over 300 passing yards, three touchdowns. Stephon Diggs, 148 a touchdown. Your next wide receiver was Gabe Davis. He also had a touchdown. Dawson Knox had a touchdown. Devin Singletary was the leading rusher. It's just how it should look for this team. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's my favorite favorite yeah, it's game, the game of the year. That most 
most replicated the blueprint that no yeah. doubt Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean had in mind for what this team could do against some of the best teams in the conference, and they lived up to it and went into the bye that week five and one. Five we were and all one. feeling good coming home from Kansas we City, were, and the we loss were. was the Miami like Heat game yeah. where they should have. Yeah, the Heat game. They should have six and zero. Bent them up like Could've a would've pretzel would've. and didn't. All right, yeah. so we go from best game. To best play. To best play. I'm sure this is a lot of our best plays in our mind. Uh, Naheem Hines kick return touchdown against the Patriots. The first one that he had that really just set the scene for that entire game coming off of that Cincinnati Bengals game that never finished because of DeMar Hamlin. And this is when we were getting the good news about DeMar Hamlin and, and it was all positivity. But I think as, as this team took the field for the first play of that game, there was a lot of angst and anxiety, I think, in that stadium, or at least that's kind of what I was feeling as to, okay, how is this game going to go down? This team has been through it this week. Are they going to be ready to go? Are the Patriots going to get the best of the Bills? I'm sure Bill Belichick was licking his chops at, at playing a Bills team who hadn't practiced in the entirety that they normally do during the week. And here comes Naheem Hines to return it for a touchdown on the first play of the game to open the game up it was a moment that many of us will remember for the rest of our lives there was so much joy so much happiness in that stadium at that point and I think it was poetic and just a collective exhale after that happened yeah and you know they needed to win that game to lock down the number two seed in Mm -hmm. the AFC playoffs so there was something firmly on the line for them there was also for the Patriots who were in a win-and-in scenario. Yep. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of trepidation and anxiety going into that game because you really didn't know what kind of team was going to show up for Buffalo on the heels of the Hamlin incident. So, yeah, uh, when, that, when that happened, it was almost like... It was a party. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, but I got to say, Maddie, it's the... You could... I can honestly say, because I was looking around, like, after the play in the crowd... You had as many people crying as yeah. you had cheering. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were. I have never seen that before at a football game. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. half of them were jumping up and down and screaming. The other half was were openly weeping uh, over the over that moment. It was. Yeah, it was I've never had a play blow my emotional. mind like that with it. I've said it a bunch of times. <laughs> we that, looked at each other and both I, had I tears in our eyes. I <laughs> couldn't believe it. It absolutely blew my mind when he was running in. Um, yeah, not, one of the all time great moments, and I would say. One of the all-time great moments in franchise history, for sure. One yeah. of the most memorable, touching, important moments. Uh, and, you know, not for the wins and losses, but man, oh man, for the crowd and for the fans and yeah. for the relationship between the two. It was incredible. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, up next is offensive MVP, Maddie. Oh, it's got to be Josh Allen. He was such a big part of the offense this season. The Bills won a lot of games because of Josh Allen. When it wasn't going well for whatever side of the football, Josh Allen would find another level, find another mode to get into. And the fact that he wasn't feeling himself until a couple weeks ago, mechanically, he told us uh, when he spoke to us, the final time for this season, I think says a lot about the type of player and competitor that he is just dealing with that elbow injury through a big part of the season. I mean, he finishes the regular season with 42 total touchdowns, number two in the NFL. Uh, He's the first player in NFL history to have three seasons with at least 30 passing touchdowns and six rushing touchdowns. And he also has the most offensive touchdowns in a quarterback's first five years in the NFL. He passed Hall of Famer Dan Marino this season 
season. This guy is unlike so many players in the NFL. He is one of few who can do what he can do, and he's the reason why the Bills won 14 total games this season. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think this next one, uh, the most valuable defensive player at the beginning of the year, you might have been surprised at this. Yep, Matt Milano. I think he is our defensive MVP this season. You, you know, you could have picked Jordan Poyer too. There were there were a mm-hmm. couple defensive players who really helped this defense, uh, but I'm going Matt Milano because of the things that he was able to do within the defense that the Bills run. He is so important. He does so many things that are outside of the box of what a linebacker is. He led the team in tackles for loss and solo tackles. Can't believe he wasn't named to the Pro Bowl. So glad he got some recognition this year for being named an All-Pro. He is one of the reasons why the defense was able to do what they did this season, ranking high in a few statistical categories. Um, what he can do up front, what he can do dropping into coverage, he can just help out that entire defense from front end to back end, and he's yeah. so important. He, I mean, he had a lot of good games. The one that sticks out for me the most is the Baltimore game. Mm-hmm. So they're down in that game, 10 points at halftime. It's 20-10, to 10, and they're threatening to score again. And he just, with some help from a blocker that kind of took out two guys, they're on the goal line, and Milano just dropped him (laughs) for like a three-yard loss on the carry. They didn't get in there. I think Mm -hmm. they had to settle for a field goal. Um, You know, and the Bills end up winning by a field goal. And the the most impressive thing about that game in week four, so, you know, you always got to worry about Lamar Jackson as a runner, and he and Tremaine, with the open field tackles they had on Lamar in that game, Lamar's longest run was 18 yards. Wow. If you're playing against Lamar Jackson, his longest run when he has like 15 carries is 18 <laughs> yards, right. you're doing pretty you're darn good. good. Yeah, it really is. And, and, and it wasn't an easy call. To, you know, Milano had the phenomenal year, and he kind of was who we knew he was. Jordan Poyer, I think heroic, would be more apt for his, his season. El, uh, Hyperextending his elbow, breaking a couple of ribs, taking a bus trip, you know, having to drive to Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, Really, and wore this, you know, huge brace on his arm the entire season. And then had a messed up knee. And yeah, and then dealing with a knee injury. Still Um, played. Just one thing after another. Very difficult season for Jordan Poyer. Uh, But really, they were 13 and 1 in games he started. Yeah. And. They, when he wasn't in there early in the season, they struggled. Yeah. yeah, They struggled. All right, so from defensive MVP to most improved player. Most improved player. It's a guy who knows Matt Milano really well, Tremaine Edmonds. He kicked it into another gear this season, making a big case for why the Bills should fight hard to keep him on the roster next season. He led the team in total tackles with 102, and coaches acknowledged from Sean McDermott to Leslie Frazier. They acknowledged that he had his best season yet. Leslie Frazier praised him for the leadership role that he took on this season, not being afraid to speak up when it was difficult to do. They could lean on him. They could allow him to lead. Um, Trying to find another person in the draft or in free agency that has his measurables, his athleticism, and his age, you cannot do that. He is one of one for those reasons and for that reason, they should try as hard as they can to get him back on this roster. Now, I know he deserves a lot of money. Don't know if that's going to be possible for the Bills to do, but he helped this team out 
big time this season and really came into his own. Yeah, I mean, Coach McDermott the other day said he thought it was Tremaine's best season of his career. Um, you know, and I think the other thing that McDermott mentioned too was, you know, here was a guy that also, much like Josh, took another step forward in terms of the leadership uh, on the defensive side of the ball. You know, so this was a guy that when he got here as a 20-year-old kid, quiet like you'd be lucky to get three words out of him mm -hmm. just very humble quiet reserved guy now the leader that he is yeah you would hate to lose that going forward we'll just see they're, <laughs> they're gonna have to get really creative with the I cap know. right oh. right who now, else we got left here we've got one, best, and, comeback story? best comeback story best comeback story it's obvious Damar yeah. hamlin um when asked about the wear and tear of the season that the Bills went through, Josh Allen said getting DeMar Hamlin back was a silver lining in it all. And having DeMar back healthy and doing good is the most important thing, I think, when you look at what the team went through this season and, and how it ended. Um, to get him out of the hospital as quickly as he did, to get him off the oxygen that he was on as quickly as that happened, so many strides that he's made in his recovery process. I know there's still... Ways to go, uh, but it's such an inspiring story. I can't wait to see what's in store for him, and it's been so good to see him around the facility the last week. I think my favorite line was Brandon Bean talking about DeMar's charity, saying, well, he's not going to be <laughs> handing out toys at Christmas. He's going to be handing out cars. Yeah, right. <laughs> they raised eight, over $8 million. I think it's up to nine now. Absolutely amazing. Wild. All right, quickly, let's uh, stick these two together. Okay. Most promise – and your trench warrior. Yeah, most promise. It's tough because I think the rookies on this roster do show a lot of promise for what's to come next season based on how they ended this season. But I'm going to say Kyir Elam mm -hmm. um, down the stretch, what he did in the playoffs against Miami. Uh, I think that interception almost had two. The way he was able to guard Tyreek Hill on some of those plays, mm -hmm. I think, says a lot about what he could be for this team. Uh, Dane Jackson was was great on that opposite corner role of Tredavious White as well. And holding it down for most of the season when and Trey White was not in the starting lineup, but you draft Kyir Elam in the first round. This is a first rounder. You want to see your first rounder on the field um, because that's the type of draft capital that they spent on him. And it was nice to see him start to show some of that um, aggressiveness in a good way against a team like the Dolphins, against uh, Tyreek Hill, against an amazing receiver like Tyreek Hill. So I think there's some promise for him uh, for what's to come this next season. And then Trench Warrior, Daquan Jones, uh, it was tough this year for the defensive line with the injuries that they had. And I think the glue guy of it all was Daquan Jones. He was in the lineup the most, and I think we saw why he was so important in this last game. He held it together for the entire group, and there was some drop-off when they faced the Bengals yeah, this last game. Yeah, he wasn't playing. He, he wasn't was not playing. in the lineup yeah. for that. He's really an unsung hero for them. I mean, uh, that's a great pick, the Trench Warrior. Yeah. He was a horse for them on the defensive front and really freed up Ed in one-on-one -on -one situations because he was the guy demanding he was double the double teams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Against so. the Bengals. All right, good wrap-up, Matty. I like these awards. That might have been my favorite all year. All right. Nicely done. Uh, those are the Maddie Awards presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. We will take a break, but get back to your phone calls next here on One Bills Live presented by Kaleida Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 